away, we're a hostage to who we have been. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. Right, so I gotta constantly be what working on my, my mind, the same thing the stacking part did, right? Same thing that all that stuff did, it's important. So I'm building that, we'll teach you on two things. Talk about offers, I'm talking about um, lead conversion in a minute, but I wanna build on this part about the mindset and the psychology piece, right? A lot of us are really written down, we're all away, we're a hostage to who we have been. What do you think that means? Most of us are hostage to who we've been. Live in the past. What else? Creature of habits. Creature of habits. And it's crazy. And so it goes back to our patterns, right? Our stories and kind of everything that we do are driving what we do. And a lot of this has to do with scarcity. Why? Yes. Most of those are brought up in scarcity. Overall scarcity, our relationships, right? You hold yourself hostage to who you've been. You hold your wife or your husband hostage to who they've been. You hold your children hostage to, to who they've been. Here's the deal. You hold your clients hostage to who they've been. And so a lot of times we tend to get stuck on who that person's been and what they've been doing. We can't see them for who they are, who they could be. Most importantly is, is what? Identifying it. Well, first part's you, right? If I'm holding myself to who I've been, what can I not do? I can't become the person I need to be. Why? I'm held hostage on the previous one. I can't let go of the one because I'm still stuck in that view of who I've been. And so what has to happen here, there has to be a constant way to have a shift of narrative. Does that sound familiar? Well, we just talked about the stack piece, but ultimately we have to be able to go through this process to help us do it. And so I want to really kind of anchor in today why doing that is so important. Why doing those questions is so important daily because there's a way we have to re retrain our mind to not have us keep staying a hostage to ourself. My pattern of not getting that sleep, there's a lot of dudes that sleep three or four hours a night. Garrett sleeps three or four hours a night. Starts his first team calls at 5 a.m. So there's plenty of people that can do that, but I had that story limiting me back yesterday, and so I did what? Reframed it, right? And so we gotta understand what are the narratives that are running our mind, that are holding us hostage, over and over and over on a build on why it's important for us to do that, right? What else causes this and what else leads to this are these things we hit every single day where things are fine whenever they're going good. Then all of a sudden this thing comes along that's called trigger. What does that do? Set you off. What else to do? Put you behind. Yep, all those, right? And so we've noticed that all of a sudden, as there's an increase of pressure and things happen, all of a sudden these triggers happen, all of a sudden what tends to happen? You go back to normal habits. Yes, you go right back to, or a lot of times we go to a dark place and do what? Self-sedate. Self lash out, right? Quit doing what we know we need to do. It's the biggest reason why people get off their patterns at the beginning of the year, right? From the gym standpoint, the, the reading the books, 
listening to stuff, right? A lot of people start out on fire the first couple weeks, but all of a sudden these triggers stack up. And then what happens? We end up going back to our old self, our old self that we held, our, held ourselves hostage to, right? And so it's super important to me. And the one thing I wrote down, which is important, right, is that trigger is the space between your reaction and where we're trying to expand, right? That trigger is a space between your reaction and your ability to expand. What do you think that means? Has anybody noticed that as you've been here for a while and you've learned stuff that a long time ago and triggered you instantly, no longer really bothers you? Everybody notice that's been here for a while? Both clients and work and life. What do you think that is? It's called space. That space is the ability for you to react to triggers that happen to you and for you to have emotional intelligence to be able to sit back and evaluate what's really going on and make a decision. What most people tend to do is live in this reaction mode of chaos. And so I'll have you consider that most of us, myself included, are addicted to chaos. Some more than others. What do you think, what does that mean? What are you guys hearing me for that? that all of us are addicted to chaos in a certain way at a certain level. There's something I wrote in my notes too from Hathis. There's a natural piece of you that naturally wants to pull yourself into chaos 24-7 every single day. It's natural and it's ingrained in you for how you've operated for years. Well, it's easier to do that than it is to just ignore it and keep moving forward in a positive way. Right. And so these things happen. It all happens all the time. People are drug-free. They have certain things going on. Everything's fine until what happens? A trigger happens. That natural addiction to chaos brings them right back to who that person, where they were, what they did. For a lot of people, it's food, alcohol, drugs, weed, right? Or it could be anything that helps us do that. And so there's a piece of us that's naturally just addicted to this chaos. And so that's what we have to happen. And all of a sudden, these triggers start happening. And then what happens? The compound effect and it snowballs. And so someone who had massive momentum for weeks or months or potentially years, all of a sudden does what? They go right back to the person they were when they were held hostage and how they operated before. And so the key part of what we do here, what I want you guys to do, what that, that stack does, right, is that stack is a secret weapon to help you create space. And the space is the space between the trigger you have and the reaction that you make. Are you guys with me on that? So if I'd have been tired all day and had a story in my mind that I was tired all day, every little thing would have set me off and I'd have been pissed and angry, and we all have that scenario. Right? Am I losing you guys on this? And so the most secret weapon you can possibly have, right, the single most powerful weapon you can have, if I'm easily triggered about things, how successful do you think I'm going to be? I'll get you in a second. If I'm easily triggered in my relationship, how great is my relationship going to be? Terrible, right? I'm easily triggered by my clients. How great is my relationship going to be with my clients? Honestly. You won't have clients very long because they're going to go find somebody else who's not. Right? I'm easily triggered by business and things that happen and deals falling sideways. Why is my business? It doesn't continue to grow because I cannot continue on making good decisions. Are you guys following me on this? And so the one thing I talked about here is, I already said this in my notes too, is if I'm coming to make a decision in my world, the opportunity to make a new decision is always going to come down to my ability to do this. What do you think it is? Create space. And this term, and how we're doing this, 
What do you think create space means? It's going to make sense in a few minutes for you guys. What's that? Yes, that's a perfect way. Say it again. Distance yourself from the problem, think about objectively. Because most people are so triggered, one small thing happens, it sets them off, and then their glasses are so tainted, right? Rose-colored glasses, they call it. I see things in one certain way, one dimension, which may not be correct, and all of a sudden, guess what I do? I react instantly. Yep, 100%, right? Because I read the text messages the wrong way. I read the email the wrong way. I read everything the wrong way based on how I'm feeling and based on my triggers. Right? So the space I want to create here is between my trigger and my decisions. Really how I operate in that scenario. Does that make sense? So the most profitable thing that you can do in a business as a business owner, as an agent, as a realtor is what? Create space deliberately every single day. Every day. I want to have a deliberate way to create space every single day. And so I want to have it here. The word deliberately, what does that mean? Intentional. Intentional. So has anybody here done that? Ryan, you mentioned you feel a lot better this year, right? We talked yesterday. You said you feel a lot better this year. And what were you doing? But how is that happening? Is it just because you made decisions to make decisions better, or did you do other things? But there's pieces that you were doing to help do this right here. Mm -hmm. You know what they call that? Space, right? Getting up early, working out, right? Reading, listening to stuff. Why do I send the YouTube videos in the morning that I listen to? Or why do you think I listen to them? Create space, right? I want to create space, and so I have to have this thing on my where I've got to have this decision daily to create space. Why do I do that stack? Is it convenient for me? No, but I need to create space. And the reason I want to share this today is because I want you guys to look at space is going to be the gap between the triggers you experience and decisions you make. Do I make that phone call or not? Do I call that client back or not? Do I write this way back in my text message or not? Right? Do I do the extra thing that needs to be done or not? And so that ability is the most powerful thing that you can do this year is create space for you as an agent, as a business owner, right, in your business to get you to a place here of what? Abundance. What do you think abundance means in this scenario? What does abundance mean in this scenario, right? People actually talk to me better. People, things go, like you mentioned, right? Things start, the dominoes start falling for you. Why do you think that is? Based on this conversation. You're doing the work. Yep. And I'm doing what? Right? Making better decisions who I'm calling. Actually calling them. Actually falling through. Text messaging. The way I'm writing things. The way I'm, everything is on fire. And you've probably seen it before. You get in this pocket where everything starts to work perfectly and you start to feel really weird. Right? You guys ever had that? Things are listening. Things are going great. Why? Because you're in this place where you've created enough space for yourself that you have an abundance mindset from what we talked about yesterday or last week, which was what? What's the opposite of abundance? Scarcity. scarcity. Right? When you're scarcity, do clients work well with you? No. Do things go smooth? No, because you're mirroring off this energy of scarcity, which is really coming back with bad results from how they operate, from how they see you, from everything. 
Because why? They're judging you every single second, every single part. And so that's a key part, which is important, right? So when I create space here, I open up the opportunity for abundance, right? A space opens up inside of me, allowing me to do what? Make better decisions and see things more clearly. Make better decisions, see things more clearly. That's super important there, right? But the problem is we have this lifelong fight against our addiction to scarcity. I'll say it again, right? We have a lifelong fight against our addiction to scarcity and the emotions that come with it. What do you think that means? Brandon, you mentioned earlier about uh, the scarcity thing and how we brought up. What does that mean for you, you think? We have this lifelong addiction, right? Or, or, or thing that we go back to, our scarcity that we have. Yeah, we get to this place where we start doing really good and all of a sudden it starts feeling too good. And we got more money than we ever had. We don't really know what to do with it. And all of a sudden, then what happens? Most people get feel guilty and self-sabotage. They'll spend the money. Why? Because they feel this uncertainty of having too much money, not know what to do with it. Right? Or they make too much money and quit working and they make a decision not to, to come into work. Right? Which most agents do. And all of a sudden, that's that addiction to scarcity that we don't know about. We have to make sure we're fighting about it and we have to create space to make sure I can do that, right? I must create space to be able to fight against that addiction, right, to scarcity and emotions that come with it, right? I must speak light to my darkness and, right, here's the crazy part. I must do the work to mine the light. What that means? This is important for me. This really hit home for me and talking about the must do the work to mine for light. Mine as in like a mine, a coal mine. Uh, if you're sitting in the, uh, the pit, it's very dark. It's actually, especially when you first start, and, uh, and you're only having things. So you got to really, like a miner, you really got to put in the work in to start seeing the, uh, the gold that you're looking for, the diamonds that are I've got to mine the light daily because why? A lot of darkness in my life. A lot of darkness in there. I battle this daily. I talk about this daily all the time. Right? I deal with a lot of pain, a lot of problems, a lot of issues. All day, every day. And so if I don't get up and find a way to find light, what takes over my life? Darkness. Now, if I have darkness to take over my life, how old do you think I am as a leader, as a businessman, as a communicator, to all these things? Not good at all, right? And so it has to be something that's done daily. And this changed the way I've looked at things. I've got to go mining in my mind every single day to find light. Meaning that YouTube videos, reading things, and specifically that stack questions that I was talking to you about yesterday, that's a, the, last week, that was a perfect example of me mining yesterday and how I moved that up from the story I had to finding power in that process. That story, what do you think it took? My darkness of being tired with no sleep to what? I decide my power, my energy from the inside out and I made the decision to do so. You see the difference there? That's an example of how powerful this is, and we'll talk about, and it comes together in a second, what that means, right? You must have the capacity to really see and hear what's actually going on, not just your perception. It goes back, we talked about a minute, like Joe talked about, must, you must have the capacity to really hear and see what's going on, not just the perception. Because we have this other issue. If not, you have a trigger and an immediate response. 
And if I have darkness in my life and a trigger comes up, what do you think my immediate response is going to be? Lashing out. Angry, right? Jeremy, if you have a client and you've had a bad day and the client calls you and they're kind of coming across the wrong way and you react the wrong way, what happens? Be angry and either leave a bad review or demand to talk to you. Yep. Has that happened before? Yep. Yep, right? And so every person in this scenario, no matter where you're at, we all have this ability and I battle with this daily. And I want to teach you because it makes a whole lot more to me. And so I have to have this way daily that I come in and I work on this intentionally to take myself to create space liberally and create this field here of abundance. Versus the opposite that most people operate, which I kind of talked about here, is a trigger and response. Most relationships are destroyed because most people are so wound up and triggered about everything that they can't communicate.